Devan comes up with a cunning plan and starts to chop wood. But as he does, he is interrupted by another cockatrice. He drives it off and then carries his wood to the cave entrance, where he builds two bonfires. But the crafty Gorgon sneaks up on him and attacks. So Devan chooses discretion and flees home. On his return, he discovers some villagers have fallen to a cockatrice. Devan hits the scrolls and learns some new spells to aid him in his Gorgon hunting endeavours. He also uses this time to magically create a polished silver mirror. With his new plan, Devan heads back to Medusa's cave to hopefully finish her off. He arrives at the cave to find that some of the statues have been changed. The cave has been altered and there is no sign of Medusa. He awaits her by hiding behind his mirror and he doesn't have to wait long before the vile Gorgon returns to her lair. Devan goads Medusa and tricks her to gaze upon her own reflection, but alas, it has no effect. The combat turns into a brawl as both opponents try to kill each other without opening their eyes. Eventually, Medusa is driven off and she begins a retreat, claiming that she is going west, leaving Devan and his lands in peace. Devan is glad to see the end of her and lets her go. He stops off at the villagers on the way home and tells them the news and is rewarded with gold, spell tablets and various other rewards, including a wife. What is next for Devan? Will we ever see Medusa again? How will the wedding go? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing today? Hello, I am doing well. Good. Yeah, how about yourself? Happy oh. birthday yesterday. Thank you. Uh, Apparently you turned 14. Well, yesterday it said I turned 97. Today it says mm. I turned 14. I think Neilbot is drunk. Hmm. Um, someone should fix that. Uh, but in actuality, I am 34. Isn't that a bit personal to be sharing with chat? It is. Everyone forget what you just heard. You are no longer authorized to have access to that information. Please immediately wipe it from your brains. Um, so we're here to play some Dyson with Death, but we only have a half session-ish for yeah. today. So we might not get a whole bunch done and you might hear this exact same recap next time because there might not be a lot to do here um so let's just start yeah let's see so uh last session we returned from the medusa adventures back to necrot laden with wealth finally mm -hmm. finally some copper pieces uh, Let's get yes. this economy started. Backbone of any economy, copper. Uh, yeah. So, realizing uh, that you could really use some industry that's not just Akitos having his children 
like haul wood for him to chop and then like mm. slowly build a quanot or maybe like dig a hole in the ground maybe some real think, industry would be useful i don't think the labor is the problem like children hauling lumber is fine we need some skilled craftsmen yeah but like yeah, yeah. so more eloquent way of saying what i was trying to say how are we going to resolve the whole arranged marriage arc does uh do we just leave that as a cliffhanger the uh the town elder and Devon's parents are hashing things out and uh, Devon slips away, <laughs> escapes mid-dinner. Something to that effect. And I think they will come Excuse, to an agreement. Excuses yeah. himself. You know, it's been, a, it's been a long journey. I need some rest. Uh-huh. Last time I played the whole, oh, this seems like a big decision. We should probably include uh, families in this discussion. Oh, that's great. Let's go get your parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to slip away to have dinner, they'll hash out the rest of the details. Everyone seems to be super thrilled about it. Um, the, but the would-be bride is... Is she there? She's there, yes. Um, mm. Even the would-be bride is rolled sort her of attractiveness last time, I believe. And, uh, yeah, uh, the number 14 is ringing around in my brain. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Um, she's into it too because 14, there are not a lot of prospects. attractiveness. She's yes. older than fourteen. Yes, fourteen was hotness. I think her age was twenty six, twenty three. <clears throat> it was older? in Devon's mm. ballpark. I don't remember the age though. How old is Devon? Timeless. Like eighteen. I don't know. I have twenty written on the character sheet, okay. but. She's somewhere in Devon's ballpark. I don't remember what I said last. Do session. we even have we even invented calendars yet? Yes, yes, the calendar has been invented. It's very difficult to do crops without calendars. I mean, I'm not saying you can't, like tell but like knowing when to plant things is huge. Hmm. Okay, uh, so it sounds like Devon's going to retire for the night. Your family yes. and her family will arrange your marriage. Um, <laughs> uh, Ron's a, a good see, I, candidate. I try to, I deflect responsibility, and these things just go on without me. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, you don't, uh, you don't make your wishes known. Others will decide on them for you. Yeah. Yeah. Is he a good candidate? Does anyone really want to be married to a crazy wizard? blood fountains and cockatrice pits well when your option is like crazy weird wizard or just like the one untaken pig farmer in town who like eats his own boogers you know there's not a lot of there's not a lot of options around here for a, a young girl so i think devon's combat prowess mental fortitude wisdom capabilities you know, all the things that makes him sort of a weird wizard also make him a, a pretty good candidate for an interesting life, one that promises to be filled with uh, wealth and adventure and power and probably like a safe uh, future where her she can raise her children without fear of being attacked or harmed. Uh, I don't know. I think you're that's checking kind of off all the safety boxes. What I was, that's kind of what, the opposite of what I was explaining to the town elder. 
how the life of a sorcerer is unpredictable and dangerous and not really one that lends itself to family life, but... They're confident in your abilities. Devon's had a long journey, lugging back this gold ore, Mm -hmm. other assorted loots. He's tired, Mm -hmm. he's been journeying for weeks, so he calls it an early night. Um, Heads home and rests. Um, Let's recover some MP, I guess. I don't know that days are particularly going to matter. So I think it was activity with quality sleep. So rolling at advantage. Alrighty. Um, so we've got some stone tablets to decipher. That's going to take weeks. Um, I think Devon wakes up to just see the heaps of wealth filling up his living space. Yeah. Like, like a mini dragon horde. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe this is one of our impetuses for some change or for some civilization is that you've got all this gold ore sitting around and uh, like three nuggets. <laughs> yeah, but it's like but, 30 yeah. pounds, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you yeah. want to get this turned into gold, you could probably maybe melt it down, but you're probably actually going to want like someone who is skilled in metallurgy. Um, yeah, and I also need a bigger house with a better treasure hoard. You know, I could yeah. just put them in the cockatrice pits. That seems like a safe place to store your treasure. Yes, it does. But how do you get it out? Um, I don't know. I think I invent a ring of petrification resistance. Mm. That's what you need. Yeah. Till then. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to. S- well. We'll think about that. Um, so, this next. So, there's a lot of research to be done, but I think the first order is to probably track down some craftsmen, smiths, metallurgists to get this ore going amongst other things mm-hmm. so i would like to let me see what spells i have offhand i've also got my legend lore locate landmark i wonder if i can use that to like s- seek out renowned craftsmen i mean it's looking for landmark like maybe there's a famous uh, forge or something. However, I think I would need to know its name before. Well, I guess there was some great city to the northwest that I had heard of. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. So I can seek that out. I've also got legend lore, which I think ordinarily with such vague information, it would take forever, but I think with the use of this crown, the mm-hmm. Serona. 
I can do that instantaneously. I think so. Only rumors are known. Casting time is ordinarily 2d6 weeks, but I think with the crown, you can just kind of divine it. Yes. You're divine enough yourself. Um, so I think I can use this to seek out rumors of sort of legendary craftsmen. Mm -hmm. um, so this is kind of what Devon is ruminating on. Am I aware offhand of any any such things? So my Necrot has no real smith. Correct. Um, no. You know of the town of Hearthhome. Yes, okay, we talked about that last time. Yeah, but that's about it. You know, it exists, it's out there somewhere to the northeast, northwest, northwest. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so let's, I mean, let's do some of these divinations at least. Get to see if we can get some more information on Hearth Home. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, spells, locate landmark. There we go. I think it's only one mile. Actually, the spell is useless. I don't cast it. Oh, it only locates it's like things within, within a this mile. hex. Yeah. yeah. So I can't use it to locate Hearthome. Would it give me the direction, or is it just if it's more than a mile, it won't even, it doesn't even work? Does no? I think it calls on the people within a mile, not oh, whether okay. the landmarks within the mile. Okay. Yeah. So it'll give okay, you is it the original. Wait, let's see. As it is known to the people in the range of the spell used. Right. So this draws upon the collective knowledge of everyone within. And it's not one mile per level. It's just one mile, isn't it? I unless like the spell. spell unless the spell had a typo or something. Okay, so I will cast that. Excellent. Uh, I think this is a custom spell. It is a custom spell, yes. Okay, so there's no like. <laughs> All right. So there's this only is made what's by on you. the. So yeah, yeah. you're the only one who uh, who can tell me whether. So it's one mile, period, does not scale level. I think that is correct. I'll have to check the entry on the Regal Goblin's website. But if that's, so what basically it says, I'm, that's what it says, basically I'm I'm looking at yeah Regal Goblin's website. So basically I'm pulling the village of Necrot <laughs> to see where Hearthome is. Yeah, one mile. Um, uh, and they give you directions north by northwest. Actually, just northwest from Necrot. Uh, yeah, from Necrot, beyond the plains and the mountain range beyond the swamp. Oh, this, okay, this spell is actually not very useful. I This does not feel like a level two spell, dude. This is, this is, the, uh, this is the divination version of Arcane Spray. Um, I think we just be, the way the spell is written, all it does is tell you the direction on a compass. Yeah. It doesn't tell you how far it is. So um, like spam the second level spell over and over to triangulate a location. 
or just move in the right direction. It can get you close. Like if you don't know where anything is, this can get you close enough that maybe you can find someone that has more precise information. It's a very broad But it doesn't give you, it just tells you a direction. Mm -hmm. Like you spend a second level spell slot or seven MP and I just get Northwest. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, 70 experience. I'll take it. Um, Does a legend lore on Hearth Home reveal any further information? Uh, It tells you that it is a great trade town. Um, They have smiths, jewelers, artisans, uh, all sorts of craftsmen and workers who have gathered here a waypoint for the tinker gnomes who travel by caravan all over the place. It is the one great town around. It should have all of the workers that you could possibly hope for. Well, maybe not hope for, but... It'll have craftsmen. It'll have skilled people. It'll have probably most of what you're looking for. Right. Do I have any sense of how far this is? Um, Looks like perhaps hundreds of miles. I do believe the last time you asked about it, someone said it was like 150 miles or something. Well, I guess we're gearing up for a journey. Um, I am going to... Well, we're going to spend some time in study. Mm-hmm. Uh, regaining MP and deciphering these stone tablets. Mm-hmm. Slowed down slightly by the necessity of casting read magic, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So, but not I mean, just that slowed. Well, I mean, the studying, the read magic makes it studying, although there's probably other ways to study. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Third level spells. That's thirty-three. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six second level spells. So that's forty-five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. First level spells, so that's 61. 61 spell levels, D6. Approximately 200 pages. I should probably have just done an average, right? So six, what is 61 times 3.5? Are you calculating uh, yeah. so the number of pages? 200 pages, yeah. 200 pages of read magic. Is the 61d6 for how many? How many pages equivalent of read magic that those spells would be? Um, two rounds per level, so I can do 10, ca- 10 pages per casting. It'll take me about 20 castings times three. So it'll be about 60 MP to do all the read magicking. Okay. 
So I'll just, well, let me do some calculations of MP yeah. regen and we'll see how many days this all takes. Okay. Um, so where's that handout? Mana regen, if I'm getting quality sleep with studying, it's four, four dice, top two. So it'll be R, four, D13, D2. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like 16. Eighteen. All right, so that, and then I'll subtract sixty from that. So that's like twenty-four. Not quite there. It's like forty-nine, sixty-nine. So there's okay. So twelve, a net twelve, a net. 37 and then that's more than enough so how many days was that so it takes like one two three four five five six. days plus the original one so six total days of studying to decipher this text to regain my mp and i think i can learn a spell or two in that time as well mm-hmm Um, but now we're in November. Things are beginning to cool down. Food stores are being uh, packed away for the winter. Mm-hmm. Goats um, are being slaughtered. Their carcasses and meats being hung. Make it really hard to not learn fireball, Neil. Do what you gotta do. Also got Lance of Disruption, which is a good one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, if it's not meant to be, I won't succeed. But like, I was hoping the uh, minor portal thing would be a replacement for Fireball, but uh, I wasn't able to learn it. Do Lance of Disruption instead. We'll see. Um, let's try Lance of Disruption first. No. Uh, so that will be 3d2. Five days. So I only have like one day left. Womp womp. Well, right. yeah, okay, that's actually fine. That's fine. Yeah, right. So like the first day, maybe I'd, I start with the third, I start at the end and work my way back. Mm-hmm. Learn Lance of Disruption, or attempt to learn Lance of Disruption through the process. Fail. Get to the end. I've deciphered them, but I'm out of days. Full MP, and I think I will start my journey. Does any anything happen in Necrot in these six days? No, nothing happens in Necrot in these six days. Um, But there is a question that arises. You can go by land or by sea, right? You could hike across the swamp and then just explore your way there, or you could find your way to the ocean and take a boat along the coast until you find a river, the river that is supposed to lead to Hearthome, and then go that way. Um, they're both fraught is, with different dangers. Is there a boat? Like, is, is there a port? Uh, nothing as fancy as a port, but like Sinus, there are going to be some fishing villages around. And if you I are a proficient swimmer, 
So that seems reasonable enough. Yeah, if you could convince a fisherman to lend you their boat, or more accurately, probably take you in their boat along the coast. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't know if you are wanting a sea journey or you're wanting a land journey. You could get, you know, washed up on an island and stuck there for a while. Um, I, I think we'll look for a boat. I, I guess we'll just leave Necrot and see what we find, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why don't you adventure out from Necrot? Yeah. Where's our party marker? Ryan keeps deleting. Oh. Rolled by all players. Okay. I'm just sorting out my treasure hoard. Mm -hmm. Bring a little bit of coinage, but leave most of it at home. Um, which potions to bring? Potions of healing, gaseous form. I don't need a potion. I don't need the water breathing. Probably don't need polymorph self. Yeah. No need for any of these Good. things. Totally safe. Um, rations for the journey. I'll probably bring about 20 pounds of food. Rations weigh, say, like two pounds per day. Mm -hmm. Actually, yep. I think it's three if they're. Uh, fresh not... or dry, right? Fresh or three, dry or two. I think if people are preparing for winter, dry rations are widely available because that's mostly what they're going to be living on for the winter. Okay. On the other hand, um, that's winter food. You could take 20 days of winter food. Um, I'll stay unencumbered and take about 10 days. Okay. Got some weight to spare as well. Do I have water? Water skin, yeah, that's on. Yeah, that probably should be in pack, but... All right, so we are... We should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, did anything happen over the course of a week? Yeah, your parents and your fiance's parents have decided that a spring wedding would really be best. Um, it's sort of foreboding to do it in the autumn before winter. Not really 
you know, new couple probably shouldn't be spending a winter tucked away in a home together. It's probably better to have like support of friends and family and maybe start in better weather. Spring is probably the right time to get married. So uh, they have postponed, not postponed, but set your wedding date at an appropriate time in the middle of spring somewhere. Okay, Devon will ignore his problems and uh, set out in search of hearth home. Info. I think what you need is your random encounter tables because we're about to get walking. Uh, yes, I do have those lying around as well. Where the hell is this? The folder marked gods. Wow. It's a smart place to put it, Neil. Luna, your wedding is set for May 25th. Wow, look at that. My birthday. Mm -hmm. That is when Reluna, the goddess of passion, is at her zenith. Hmm. Is this chosen for any particular reason, Neil? Well, because what better time to get married than on the, you know, when <laughs> Reluna, goddess of passion, is high in the sky? I'm, I'm wondering if May 25th is the zenith of Reluna for any particular reason. Oh, no. It just happened to mathematically work out that way. Sure it did. Yeah, I had to actually technically depends on what year calendar you're looking at. But if you're looking at, I think, a 2012 calendar. No, a 2020 calendar calendar is this is 2018. I don't know. Depending on the year, she peaks on the 25th of May. It has nothing to do with you, though. Everything to do with the the cycle of the seasons. Um, I think I would like to take the tablet that has fireball on it. Okay. And attempt to learn that on the journey. Yeah, it's a nice heavy block. Um, let's hope that your trip doesn't involve any hard falls or things being tossed overboard. I mean might not want to lose that tablet. But um, it's probably going to be fine, right? Who breaks spell books? Only you. Yeah. So let's set out uh, how we're... Show us. Go. Move, move the token. Um. So let's see. Day one, I can just go two tokens. So we'll journey here. I believe this is where my uh, friendly neighborhood giants live. I don't necessarily seek them out, but... You will see them, even if you don't seek them out. Um, they probably see you, but don't give a shit because they're involved with other stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just a bunch of giants and giant families doing their thing. Cool. 
Here's our binder, our folder, notepad. <clears throat> I believe this is Brutus that you see here. Children. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and you can pull for encounters. Yeah, your only encounters this day are the giants that you see in the distance. Next day. It's there. Uh, let me check the movement rates in the forest. It is seven, so I can move two more. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we reached the ocean. Yes, you do. Um, and I would like to skirt the shore looking for a port city. Well, you're not going to find a port city, but you can find a fishing village. Um, actually, in that last hex that you were in. Okay. Yeah. Then I will walk into this fishing village. Yes. It is on the far side of the hex, like way over here in this corner, away mm -hmm. from the swamp. It is a, a town called Aquinas. Um, and I will walk into the village. Walk into the walk into the town and head to the docks. Yes, you can head down to the seashore. You there is not much in the way of docks. It's mostly small boats that they just beach on the, the sand itself and pull up. Um, but there is one proper dock for boats that need to be, you know, tied to something or someone who doesn't want to haul boat all the way up um, and for some of the larger boats that can't be hauled up onto shore uh, family fishing village fishing groups and whatnot uh, the people here are interested to see you, you are offered hospitality as is the custom of the area, food, shelter water uh, and people ask who you are and much. what you yeah, I think I, I've headed straight to the docks Maybe a crowd gathers and follows me there. Yeah, a couple of people here, a couple of people there. <clears throat> Greetings, noble fisherman. I am uh, journeying to Hearthhome and wonder if you find seafaring folk might know the swiftest route. A, currents that may guide me. A young woman with short black hair greets you at the boat. Um, here's your you know, cry for assistance, help for um, traveling. There's no cry for help. It's a re request for uh, information. Well, mm. where are you going? I just, uh, hearth home, as I just, as I was just explaining to these fine people. That's a mighty long distance away. Indeed. And what what better way to travel such long distances than by water? Do any vessels leave here or from this port make their way to Hartham? Some of the other people nearby start muttering and kicking the sand a little bit. Uh, but this dark-haired woman that you're speaking to will pipe up and say, I've made the journey before. It's a long one. You made one. it before, or you make it regularly? I've made it before, once. Are there any ships that routinely 
traveled to Hearthhome? She shakes her head. Mm-mm. No, nothing out that way ever comes out this far. And hmm. uh, people out here don't usually have enough money to warrant a trip to Hearthhome. Hmm. You're gonna have to have something that you're taking with you. Do you have any little bits of pretty that you can sell them or trade them? You can't just show up on the doorstep and hope that they'll, uh, know. What do you got? What do you need? Knowledge on both accounts. I am an emissary of Numkrat. We are growing. Our mountain is rising, and we need have need of craftsmen. Well, that sounds mighty promising. Um, I can show you the way. But you're gonna have to trade me something more valuable than knowledge. Is she uh, on a boat? No. Is, that, she, she, is uh, she in she front is, of a boat? Near a boat? She is near a boat. She is currently working on repairing a net. Can I assess the boat to guess its seaworthiness? I, as an untrained, like I'm, I'm not a navigator. I'm not a seaman. Um, but like, to a layman looking at this boat, does that look like a boat that's gonna? travel on the ocean a hundred miles or is it just a little dingy uh the two are not necessarily at odds you can have a small dinghy that can travel hundreds of miles mm-hmm. um it's but a it's... small boat it's maybe 25 feet long that's a pretty good sized boat it has a sail it does have a sail hmm. and room for oars it's got a little cabin that heads down inside and a, a small hold that can open up on the other end. So there's a little room for storage of things, not a lot. You could fit two people fairly comfortably, I suppose. In a 25-footer? You could yeah. fit, like, 10 people. Well, not really. I and mean, a 25-foot boat? Yeah, that's I not mean, as big as you might think it is. I mean, depends what kind of boat. If it's like a sailboat. Yeah, I mean, it's a fishing boat, right? It's designed yeah. to hold uh, cargo, you know, hold fish, but it's not like 25 feet is, is five people lengths and, you know, the very front of yeah. that doesn't hold anything. Yeah, I, I stand by my assessment of a 25-foot boat. Two, sure, two people for an overnight journeys comfortably. Yeah. But, uh, ain't no dingy. Yeah, maybe it's dingy might be a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger than a dingy. Yeah, I mean, dinghies are usually like 10, 12 foot little rowboats. It's a sailboat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're, yeah. Two people Would for. What do you have to offer her? Um, I tell her uh, I have coin. Valuables. What is it you want? Well, I'll take coin if we're going to Hartham. 
Probably should have brought some potions of water breathing for her, although I guess, uh, yeah. Um, what does a journey, what do you typically charge for a journey like this? What did you charge the last time you went to Hearthhome? Well, I just went for my own reasons. Uh, I didn't charge anybody anything. Well, let's see. It'll be about... How many days is this? It's going to be about five days to get there. Maybe six, because we got to go up river. And that'll slow us down might a bit. And then two. about five to turn around and come back. Another day in Hearthhome. We're looking at about two weeks. Is this silver a day seem a fair wage? Seems plenty fair. She will take the silver a day. Well then, um, I will give her uh, seven silver. And say uh, the rest when you see me back safe. Will do. And Why don't you leave. Tomorrow? Probably best to leave in the morning. Sure thing. Great. I got a small hut in town if you don't have a place to stay, if you need shelter over your head. She makes like a, a vague gesture uh, up onto shore and inland a little bit. That would be lovely. All right. I will uh, head into town and make myself comfortable. Um, have, are the people here in need of my services? What in, services are those? I don't know. Uh, no, Wizardly services. Well. Divining and removing of curses. I don't know. There is a young man in the village who has been attacked by one of these cockatrices, but rather than his whole body turning to stone, it's just the foot and leg that was pecked that is petrified, and the rest of him is still fleshy. So it was sort of just Fascinating. like hauling around this one stoned foot and, you know, bottom of his, uh, below the knee. Yeah, so maybe I'm talking about my journeys with the Medusa. Mm-hmm. I probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, makes I, sense. I tell them, you know, that I that I did battle with the Medusa, drove her from this land. They're probably like, sure, you did. But uh, maybe it comes up that this guy has a stone leg. I say, just his leg? Impossible. All of our people were turned head to toe to stone. Mm-hmm. Might I see this man? And, uh, you are brought before the boy. Oh, it's boy? Yes. Young man, I, big boy, you know, 16 years your, old or something. Can I see your foot, lad? You must have failed your save by one and begged the powers of love to spare your foot or spare your body. He just shakes his head and uh, moves his body, leaving his stone foot where it is. Um, I don't really have any magic to cast. I think I will just examine it. 
and see if my legend lore might tell me anything. I guess I could drop it and detect magic. What is the material component for detect magic? Oh, this is the one with the crystal dust. Which I believe I just have uh, on its own. Pouch of crystal dust, pouch of crystal dust. So I'll go ahead and sprinkle some magic dust on the kid's foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the foot will come back slightly magical because he is a petrified statue. Uh, petrified and... statues are magic? Well, you know, the other ones that you have seen probably weren't actually, but this guy's foot is semi-magical while the rest of his body is not. There's would it dispel magic cure this, do I think? Um, oh, you know what? I do have skill. I have Arcanology, and I have Spellcraft, and mm -hmm. Folklore, even. Would any of these be relevant, or should I roll any of these? Arcanology, Folklore, and Spellcraft. Yeah, give me an Arcanology check as you poke around at the boy's foot and see what you can make wah, out. Wah. Nothing. This is the, the first time in the history of magic that something like this has happened. Yes. Um, can I, and then a legend lore, I guess would tell me, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what a legend lore would tell me. Only one way to find out. I mean, I use the power of the Serona. Um, I need to take a bathroom break. Shall we uh, take our break now and yeah. hop in for part two of this mini episode? Sounds great. See you on the other side of the break. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, Devon spends an evening in this small fishing village before sailing to Hartham. Uh, there's a small boy uh. who was pecked by a cockatrice, but only his foot was turned to stone. Um... Does my divining yield anything informative, or is it a, a um, mystery to be solved another time? So your archaeology did not work out well. Did you have something else that you wanted to try? Our legend lore. Ah, yes. We'll check the text of legend lore. German person, place, thing at hand. Do cannot engage in activities, not worried about this. For example, suppose Del Sonora came across an extremely well-made sword, it radiates magic, but when she uses identify, she cannot learn any information. Do uses a legend lore spell and the message once this was the sword of he who waits till Albion's time of greatness greatest peril. Unto his hand it shall fly again. Fair was the hand that gave me this and the reclaim to me. Uh, So you will get the information that this young boy was kissed on the forehead by a uh, demigod once upon a time when he was very young. One of the offspring of the gods and a mortal creature came through the town 
visited for a while, kissed him upon the forehead, and it was seen as a, a great gift or a boon for the town. This this symbol, because, you know, she, this uh, demigod doesn't willy-nilly go around blessing things, and the, the kiss of a demigod is equivalent to a, a blessing of sorts. Mm. Um, demigod was the offspring of a human and matrigal goddess of the home and the hearth she is one of the matrigal is the goddess of hope oh oh i'm sorry i'm thinking of who's home in the hearth what's her name narul narul narul's nature Adina's pantheon Oh no, Adinus is nature. Nerul might be home and hearth. I think Nadinus or, or is home and hearth. Or Nerul and Nadinus the same thing. Just no, no, no. Nerul is family, home, society, the hearth. Uh, that's the one we're looking for. Nerul. Okay. <clears throat> so, Devon will say to whoever's around, uh, this boy was kissed by a goddess. Or a demigod. The people nod in understanding and knowing. Well, that was that was this twelve years ago when he was this, or thir- fourteen years ago when he was just a little kid. This appears to have conferred some sort of protection over him. That's what saved him from turning entirely to stone. You're blessed, boy. Mm, this stone foot is perhaps be a uh, a marker of that protection. Um, Very curious. How long ago did this goddess pass through town? I mean, I guess the boy is what? 10? The boy is maybe 15. Okay. uh, 15 years old, and the goddess, the, still working on a name here, the demigod came through about 12, 13 years ago. Hmm. Does anyone know? Did anyone meet this demigod? The whole village met her, yes. Where did she go after this? Uh, She was actually headed north along the coast. Her next destination was the swamp, Hmm. from which she never returned. But then again, she was never planning on returning, so she probably just like walked through the swamp and it was fine. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, her name was Lernia. Lernia, Lernia. Well, Perhaps we'll follow up on this another time. But for now, Devon yeah, relaxes amongst the people of this fishing village and gets ready to set out in the morning. Oh. 
time for the morning and your voyage out at sea. So the woman yeah. that you were speaking with, uh, her name is Roxana. Roxana the fisherwoman. Mm-hmm. And where do we go? Well, we're going to set out and follow the coast. Never want to lose Seems sight safe. of the land. It always be within view. And we, if the seas are too unpleasant, we'll pull up on shore and wait for them to calm. And if they are nice, we'll spend our time out here. And she says you guys can go about 40 miles a day. So your first day will be something like that. Ooh, but you didn't actually see the individual tiles along the way. Uh, so can we do it hex by hex? Yeah. Yes. Seems a very uh, prudent course. And a good way for me to sightsee. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I didn't see that. Oh. Yep. Uh, and you can journey along this, ending your day near the mouth of a large river. Hmm. We pull up on shore to rest, or do we sleep in the yeah. boat? Sleep drop in the anchor boat. and yeah, you know. just drop the anchor near the shore, maybe you know, three hundred feet off or so. Mm-hmm. Did I see anything interesting on the shore that day? Uh, well, swamp the, and the swamp's swamp end. was fascinating um, because the swamp and the sea sort of just merge. It's like a, a salt marsh that slowly becomes more and more landish. Uh, mm-hmm. So you kind of sail through the swamp on the edge of the swamp around it a little bit. And there were all sorts of little critters moving around in there. The most fascinating of which was out of reach of you and about size of this box that a cat might sit in. Um, like a, a weird, fat, lizardy looking thing that had four heads, each the size of this little stress ball. Hmm. Um, it was spotted just kind of sitting on like a, a little patch of land that stuck up with some reeds on it and looking out at you. And as you point to it or call to it. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. What's that? She looks over and gazes that, at it quizzically. Four, four lizards or one? There are weird things in the swamp. Creatures with that a too hy- many have heads. I, have I heard of hydras? I don't think so. Hmm. I slew a two-headed lion once in the hills north, northeast of Dinkron. That seems an omen of sorts. I thought so too. Does it bring good tidings or bad? You know, the uh, twin gods of knowledge and wisdom have two heads. And you slew one of their creatures? Hmm. I took it as a good omen. Four heads, however. I don't know what to make of that. Shakes her head. I, I don't know. Um, at some point during this day, I would like to use an ESP mm-hmm. on her. 
try and get a feel for, I don't know, get to know her better <laughs> without going through the usual human motions. Um, I also want to like make sure she's not plotting against me or to like shank me in the night and toss me overboard, steal my gold, that sort of thing. She may get a saving throw versus spell, right? I think so. Oh, Devon. Let me actually make this back here. Oof. Okay. No, but there is there a chance of her noticing? Like the if you're casting a spell, there's certainly a chance. If you're using it, an item, I think it's going to depend on the timing of it. There are yeah. there is a mast and a sail, but there are also oars, and the oars are usually the best way to get around because it'll give you 100% of your propulsion in the direction you need. Uh, and we're still using like a single square mast and tacking against the wind hasn't been invented yet. So uh, if you are waiting for her to be spending her turn at the oars pulling, she's yeah, going to be I'll most of the help. time. I'll certainly help with the rowing. Mm-hmm. But if you wait for her to be rowing, then I think she will have less of a save or no save because she'll be far more distracted and heavily working on something. Actually, it doesn't even allow a save. Uh, you get a save to resist interrogation. Okay. But I yeah. think like, I think, I think it's like, I think the general ruling seems to be your surface thoughts are kind of just projected out there. Yeah. And unless you are attempting to conceal them, no save is warranted. And I, Yeah, that's what I'm getting at here with the, you're doing this while she's rowing, so she's definitely not in a situation <laughs> where she's able to Maybe she's certainly while she's distracted or while we're not talking, but I kind of want to like see if her surface thoughts include robbing me and dumping me in the ocean. They do not include robbing you and dumping you in the ocean. Um, they're worse than that, Brian. She's looking at you and being like, who is this hottie McHotsas that showed up on my boat out of nowhere who like wants to go adventure onto these other lands far away from home. This is not the normal sort of person I'm running into. It's more of this like um, romanticized curiosity about a, a strange traveler from far, far away who comes asking if she'll give you a ride in her boat. Um, well, I think Devon has this romanticized curiosity about himself. So this all seems to be well within the bounds of normalcy. Mm hmm. Okay. Yep. As long as she doesn't shank me in the night, I think we'll be fine. No plans of shanking you in the night, but she could have any number of dishonest thoughts or multiple personalities or uh, whimsical nature that might cause her to kill you tomorrow. And I guess we'll have to keep uh, scraping her surface thoughts. Yep. Just keep probing into her mind, invading her privacy, making sure she's not about to murder you. Uh, next day of travel, as I drop all of my notes and plans on the ground, we can do another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight hexes and start to get the shape of the land a little bit more leaving a crot in the distance um, today you will pass a few fascinating creatures you will see some giants over here in uh along this stretch of land. Oh, you can't see that. Along this stretch of land, as you're sailing past it. In the plains? Mm-hmm. Yep, in the plains. Plain giants? Uh, actually, I think you can giants, probably see from far enough away, because you've got... Oh, you're on the coast. You'll also notice that there is a set of hill... Oh, I blocked off the vision from those hills. Why did I do that? Um... Oh no, can I undo this? Maybe I Did don't. you reveal too much land? No, I wanted to reveal more, but I've prevented us from doing it. Uh, here we go. Uh, you will, as you sail past, you will notice that there are hills okay. along this Hills in the distance. Yeah, gotcha. that you are going past. So we didn't sail upriver? No, not up that river. There's a different river that okay. you're going to be going up. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure I get you to the right stopping place. 80. Right. Yep. So you will... Um, see are the giants that I saw the same as the giants I'm used to? The hill giants from... Yeah. Yeah, they don't like... Yeah. They don't like hurling lightning bolts or... No, no, nothing of that Belching kind. fireballs. Yep, sir. No. Uh, you'll pass the giants. You'll see some things out at sea, large fins of creatures that you don't understand. She'll tell you these are um, sharks, and you'll see some uh, large creatures pass underneath you, and she'll tell you that these are small whales. Um, but nothing monstrous other than the giants. Nothing that needs to going into. We'll do another day. One, two, three, four, five that again five six seven eight oh stretched there we go it's a longer journey than i realized mm-hmm uh, and again you'll also see the hills off of the distance um and it is when you come to here spot your first thing of real interest i know that multi-headed lizard was kind of interesting but it's as you pass this island that you see standing on its shore is a giant, much like you've seen elsewhere, but this giant has been turned to stone, head to feet. Wow. Your guide, Roxana, will stop rowing as it becomes clear that this is a petrified giant. And so just look at the I'm like, oh, is low. that a statue? <laughs> Yeah. Craftsmanship is far too good to be a huge statue like this. Especially on a, a deserted, you know, this this little island here is just dry, oh. barren hills. Single little island. Is that usually there? Yeah, I was here last time I was here. Besides oh. stopping her rowing. But that statue wasn't. I mean, the island was here, but the statue wasn't. Oh, okay. How long ago did you la did you make the journey to Hearth home? Six months. No, this spring. It would seem the 
this is where Medusa has made her new home. She shivers. I, I don't know that name, but anyone that could do this is terrifying. The creator of the cockatrice. Or at least their mistress. You mean the beast that attacked Midas's leg? Uh yes. These creatures are commanded by a serpentess. A woman with hair of snakes and a gaze that will turn you to stone. I did battle with this creature of terror, um, but alas, could not slay her. We reached an accord. Mm. She left our shores. I think if we steer clear of that island, she will do us no harm. I hope you weren't planning on pulling up anchor there tonight. Not at all. And we should be fine. Okay. She takes her rose in hand again and pushes on, but the sun begins to set and she recommends uh, spending another night out on the boat, not wanting to go on land near these things. Prudent course of action. Okay. Next day. Another 40 miles. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, no, I guess you go seven, eight. Poor McTacky is going to have so much work updating this map. Two hour session, more mapping than the entirety of the campaign. Yep. And uh, as usual, we can give you some view of the hills nearby. I believe you were. Yeah. Um, well, the fog of war is it doesn't reveal the color of the water very well at all. That's true. But you can kind of see that you've got a darker yeah. and a lighter. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's a fine. In fact, we can. Obvious that these are just hills. So let's yeah. Answer. And uh, there is another island over here, but mm -hmm. it's larger. So I'm not going to reveal the whole thing. Just the, the little peak that you see. Cool. But this is uh this is an island. You're in a bay that sh your guide will tell you stretches out in either of these directions. Okay. Does this bay connect to Arthomes River? Yes. Yes. Uh, we are. Well, tomorrow before noon we'll reach the river, and then we'll have to go up it. I'm not leaving this boat anywhere, so we're going to have to row it up the river, which is going to be slow going. But again, wait, actually, I didn't roll today, did I? Nope, no more encounters. Next day, you will finally make it to the edge. To the, the river, and mm -hmm. you can head up it. Going... Do here, 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 and here, and here. This way we can get all the sides of the river till you arrive in Hearthome, a town that sits at the confluence of many rivers. Um, there's two from the east, and there's two from the west, and the, even these guys are you know made up of multiple rivers um, upland, upriver from them. 
as well. But Hearth Home is where you are. It is a bustling town. It's got a large stone earth. It's more of like a brick and earthen wall built around it that stretches maybe 40 feet up. It's maybe 10 feet thick. It's just big thick massive wall that stretches well around the town even giving the town room to grow runs up against the edges of the river all over the place keeping the people inside safe from the monsters away what is the wall made of mostly packed earth lined with brick so you'll get like hmm. uh, mud brick or stones or something like that to make the outer wall and the inner wall and then you just fill the inside with dirt and rubble and debris um, and then you've got, like, solid, strong outer walls, and you don't have to make 10 million bricks to fill the inside. Hmm. Um, so, welcome are to there, Hearth what are the What do the buildings look like? The are they... buildings are a combination between mud brick. Some of them are actually made out of regular brick. Some of them are made out of stone. A few of them are made out of wood, but there's not a lot of trees around here. Um, so there, there's little in the way of wood. Um, all of the roofs are thatched. There is one tile-roofed building, a couple things that are under construction. Um, what looks to be a large temple that is going to have some sort of stone ceiling or, or stone roof. Uh, but there's also more people here than you've seen in your life total. If you gather up all the villages and all the people you've seen over in Necrot, there's probably ten times as many people cruising around Hearthome. There's, it's got to be like four or five thousand people here, hustling and bustling, moving past each other. The smell of the town, the urine running through the streets, the the animal dung. There's like large oxen here. There's buffalo, um, all sorts of creatures and moving around. I think you are mm -hmm. assailed by the sights and the smells. What do the docks look like? Like, do we do they, are the docks inside the wall or outside? Um, let's see, the walls run up to the river. There is a section where the wall cuts inland a bit, just enough to give room out on like a little docky area uh, for boats to pull up. So you'd have to the the docks are outside the walls. Is the okay. answer? So this is where we're pulling up. Mm -hmm. You'll pull up mm -hmm. here hop off um, someone will hurry over to where you've tied up your boat and say it'll cost you a silver a day to moor here and Roxana just I'll looks over at you over a silver before anyone before us yeah before we have to discuss anything perfect and uh, and she'll throw an arm around your shoulders and lead you through the large wooden gates that enter into the city from the docks are there guards at the gates? There are. Who, who was yep. it that took money from us? Was it a guard or some just some sort of like... Just some dude that approached you. Hmm. You have no idea what an official symbol would look like at this place. I think you're a little bit overwhelmed by the, the sheer magnitude of what you're viewing. So. Mm -hmm. What are the guards like? Are they, they wearing are just, armor? They're helmets? very similar to the Romulan forces, actually. They've got uh, breastplates. And these ones are made out of metal. And they've got leather greaves and bracers. And then they carry short swords with spears and large round shields. So um, very similar equipment to the Romulans. Maybe a little better. Because I think these On guys Earth, have... do they afford those breastplates? 
Roxana will say to you, well, this is a major town. Lots of trade comes through here. Lots of mines nearby. Great resources pulled from the earth, they say. I... It's a place of splendor and wonder. It's mostly out of character. It's our characters wanted breastplates last week and uh, found them prohibitively expensive. But mm -hmm. apparently Hearth Home is a wealthy place. Mm-hmm. And you can move through the city streets. Roxanne will ask you again. So now that you're here, what is it you're looking for? I'm here to persuade some craftsmen to come back with us. Or at least make the journey to Necrot. Well? Where does that river lead? I point to like one of the rivers heading out east from Hartham. There's some hills or mountains over there. Is it coming? It's flowing into Hartham. Yes. I'm looking yes. at like that. They, they all flow in and then down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then so down there's no the there's no quicker route that away. I think there's hills or mountains or a great forest or something. You can ask a local. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. Yeah. Well, let's. Let's find the craftsman. Okay. Who would you like to start with? Um, mm -hmm. mason, a woodworker, an uh, iron worker, metal worker. Maybe someone to uh, smelt our gold. Metal you worker. Bring the gold with you. I did not. In hindsight, I probably should have. Maybe making this journey more than once. Um, so yeah, you can come across a group of smiths uh, mm -hmm. situated on a street, all sort of near each other. It's the middle of the... Actually, it's late in the day, so they are done with their work, and they've just kind of gathered around, brought out chairs and whatnot mm -hmm. into the middle of the street, and are sitting mm -hmm. in the middle of the road... Uh, swapping stories, talking, catching up with the news, telling stories about what's happening with the families. New mm -hmm. order came in today, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, just kind of hanging around, having some drinks, chatting. I suppose I will approach them. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> Greetings, craftspeople. Greetings. I am. I, I am an emissary from Necrot in the east. Our, a land of great opportunity, civilization rising from the hills. Uh, there is a call for craftspeople of repute to uh, aid in this forging of empires. The smiths look up at you. You've piqued their attention. You've got their curiosity. Uh, great land rising in the east, you say. And I nod. Legend has it that the finest smiths work here in Hartham. But I imagine that a crowded city like this 
much of the work has already been done. Things grow stale. The East holds great opportunities for an ambitious craftsman. Or perhaps their young apprentices to forge a name for themselves. Give me a charisma check. Not my finest stat. Not my finest roll. Hmm. I appear unconvinced. You know but who perhaps... you should go see about all this? Heifer. It's Heifer there. Uh, they reject. Yes, Heifer is their reject. Someone says that. Uh, a couple other people chuckle. And... I don't think Devon quite catches up on this, so he gets he catches this with his failed charisma check. So I think he gets directions for to Heifer, and he yeah. Uh, One of the myths <laughs> kicks their apprentice in your direction and says, "Go show this guy to Heifer," and you are taken away from the large confluence of gathered smiths down the street towards the edge of town that like open area where they built the wall out expecting the town to grow but like the town hasn't grown Mm -hmm. into that space so it's just public lands right Mm -hmm. on the edge of that there is a a small little blacksmith shop over here Um, and Mm -hmm. you can hear the pounding of the hammer inside the denizen clearly still working late into the evening working overtime business must be good Devon remarks from the doorway (laughs) the Um, kid sniggers at you and uh, once you've made it to the doorway just runs off leaving you to hear the sound of the hammer pounding away within a uh, uh, Ivy Smith's shop noting like the quality of the equipment and the yeah I don't know how well established it is I I imagine that it's probably a really crummy, rundown blacksmith. But to Devon, who has never even met a smith, proper smith before, this looks like uh, the workshop of a master craftsman. Mm. The clanging slows to a gentle tink, 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 as you can hear <laughs> fine finishing work being done. Are you Heifer? Uh, you call in, and the hammer gets set down with a heavy thud. And stepping around the corner is a large, misshapen, hunchbacked man. Uh, His face is sort of swollen and tilted, one eye higher up than the other. A a large, protruding, like, lump over the the higher up eye. His head Mm -hmm. is, like, bald on part of it and then, like, hairy on the other part of it with sort of greasy, oily, dirty hair. He clearly doesn't take much care of himself, not that anyone would care anyway. Um, His face has got, like, scraggly patches of beard coming in in odd places. His mouth is slightly crooked, uh, and when he opens it to speak, you can see, like, Don't you dare use the Oris voice. I was not going to use the Oris voice, no. No. Um, Is uh, Roxana still with me? She is, and you can hear her utter, like breathe in sharply as this deformed man steps into view. Hey. He grunts. Master Smith. <sighs> uh, your reputation precedes you. I was directed to you as the uh, as one of the most 
ambitious craftsman here in Hearthhome. I, uh, I'm Devon, an emissary from Necrot, an empire rising in the east. He reaches out a large, meaty hand, which encompasses yours much the same way yours might a child's hand. And, I give uh, it a shake. How tall is he? Well, he's kind of like slouched over, but he's maybe like 6'4 with the hunch. If he could somehow stand up straight, he'd probably be closer to like 6'8, 6'10. He's a very large person, probably, wow. you know, 280 pounds, maybe 300 pounds. Is he strong? Yeah. Hmm. I shake it. Um... We, uh, our civilization is growing and we have need of knowledgeable craftsmen to forge the future. You were recommended as foremost amongst your colleagues. Perhaps you would be interested in new opportunity? Or perhaps you have an apprentice that would, uh, it is ready to forge out on their own. You won't take me away. I. Is this? I trick? see that you have a. No, no trick. There's. We have we have coin to pay, and we will secure the raw materials you need. He eyes you up and down, makes a charisma check of his own. <laughs> uh, doesn't do very well. Shall we invert the charisma check since we're both? So I guess he's more <laughs> awkward than me. I'm pretty average. But. Yeah. His yeah. uh, charisma, not his appearance, is like a, an eight. He rolled a six on the die. So he thinks this is some mean? sort of mean? like ploy. So he he, yeah. He's under the impression that this is a trick the other smiths are playing on him. You can tell by now he's clearly the out the social outcast of this area. And he's eyeing you up like you're mm-hmm. some sort of trap. I, that's like trying to lure him out of the town. I understand that yeah, I understand that you have a uh, have a fine workshop here. Spent years mm-hmm. curating and investing in it would be it would not be easy to tear you away from such a place, but Mm-mm. I see Hearth Home. It is overcrowded and overgrown. All the hard work is done. What I what I offer is opportunity for an ambitious man to make a name for himself. If you're not interested, perhaps you have an apprentice that uh, can be persuaded at the prospect of wealth. No apprentice. Just have I look around the, I look around the workshop to like see what's going on here. There's how is it big enough to, like is. I mean, I guess you big? could fit an apprentice in there, but it's a okay. kind of smallish workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you don't you typically need someone to like work the bellows for you. Yes. Does he have like a donkey that does it? No, he does not. Uh, he just struggles. 
he so just like toils one inefficiently. Hand, one hand on the bellows, one hand on the hammer. Pump it really quickly, <laughs> put this in, pound, pound, pound. I only get to like make four or five hits because now I got to go back to the bellows. So mm. he just works inefficiently, um, struggling. Um, can I you, tell that he... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to ask if I can tell that he doesn't trust me. Yeah, you can tell that there is mistrust in his face on you. His mm-hmm. awkward, misshapen, bulging face. I, yeah, I see that you don't trust me. Uh, yeah. Here. Um, read my thoughts. Know my mind. You will see that I am forthright and I speak the truth and I remove the crown from my head and go to place it atop his. Uh, he balks I, momentarily, but then... Maybe I, maybe I should roll the charisma check here to see if... Yeah, uh, I think so. He's mostly looking at the crown. How have we described yeah. this one before? Um, it is a simple woven band of precious metals. I think silver, maybe gold. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, I'm sure, fine craftsmanship. Yeah, so he will pause as you lean the crown towards him and take Which a look at it and kind of glitters. Does it not? Would you like nice. to? Would you, you king? like to? Mm. I shake my head, sorcerer. Mm. Would you like to work on? Uh, would you like to build? Or would you like to help build things such as this? I like. I say as he's admiring the crown. Yeah, he nods up and down while just taking a look at it. Uh, Here. And then... Know my mind. And I go to put it on his head and see if I can get him to ESP my thoughts. Uh, And he will attempt to do so and then look surprised as he can actually read your thoughts Mm -hmm. and look around. And I try to use my surface thoughts, one, to, like, project images of, you know, what I, you know, that I am indeed... Mm-hmm. from this young village of Necrot, and I did come here to recruit craftsmen. Um, maybe if I can, like, I don't I don't know if, how hard it is to activate a magic item such as this. Like, I was worried he might not even actually be able to do it, but it seems like he's able to ESP if I tell him to ESP. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I can also instruct him to, like, legend lore. Necrot or something about it. Ooh, or like I'm gonna have to give suge- him an intelligence check to try and figure right, that out. Suggest to him that like he can uh, he can access the collective of unconscious to seek out these seek out legends. Yeah, you can Maybe either of Necrot or myself or yeah. You can see his eyes begin to unfocus as his mind wanders around, directed by the crown, um, and it takes him a few minutes of just exploring in his brain to I mean, piece everything a, together. He's a first level or zeroth level. He probably only gets a round or two of ESP, right? And then... Right. Uh, the ESP, legend lore ESP is ESP lasts the... one round per level. Yeah, legend lore. Yeah, did I just, like, drive him mad? Did he get mm-hmm. lost in the divinations? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if he seems too law, if I am concerned, maybe I'll wrench the crown from his head and... I don't but think you're concerned. He just seems okay. like he's slow and it takes him a while to piece together what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he will slowly take the crown off of his head, um, mm-hmm. drop to a knee before you, 
Mm -hmm. and say, yes, take me away from here. You will come yourself? Yes. I will bring my shop. I look around. Could this stuff fit on the ship? Certainly not all of it, but if he were to be able to pack up some of it, he could probably take the most important parts, like you know, his anvil might not come, but he might need his anvil. The logistics of traveling, so moving this stuff will be tricky. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh... Come. Most excellent, I say. Um, we will... We will build you a forge in the crop. Mm -hmm. uh, a workshop. But, so... We have but a small ship. maybe we should pack only your necessities. We take what we need. Yes. Uh, do you say you don't have an apprentice? Can can you arrange to hire some boys or laborers to help you load your ship? I go to produce two pieces of silver. He steps into his shop and comes out a moment later, hefting his anvil between his great arms. Uh, it's clear this guy is big enough that he can move his own shit mm -hmm. if your ship can hold it. I look to Roxanna as he comes out with his anvil, probably like silver in my hand. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to like produce spending ca or cash for him to go hire some help, but uh, maybe that's not necessary. So this just serves to show that I do indeed have coin to right. pay. And I look to Roxana. Does she considers the weight of the man, the weight of the ship, these things, um, and then leans into you and says, I, you know, we can probably take him and never hold these things, but it's going to be pretty heavy and it's a small ship. Um, and mechanically, this will be, I'll have her make a, um, a seamanship check. And if uh -huh. she passes, then you guys can make back. And if she fails, then we will have uh, an interesting adventure as a something develops with the ship. And I don't know, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. Um, and if that is okay with you, if you're down to leave it up to a die roll to see how well it all goes. <laughs> I think that's uh, what we're going to do. I put the Serona back on my head. And mm -hmm. uh, I guess if he's enthusiastic to go, I don't know what visions he saw. Maybe uh, in my surface thoughts, he saw the uh, omens that I had of Necrot mm. rising as a tower rising, or maybe he just saw a land in need of his services where people cared more about the actions of each other than their appearances. See, or... sometimes failed charisma checks lead you to the best options. Mm. <laughs> maybe um, he saw so... the tower. Yeah, who knows what he. Yeah. So if. Uh, if he's eager to go, I'll help him load the ship. Mm -hmm. um, um, we can leave as soon as tomorrow if you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Do any he preparations? Grunts. Or more time? More time. I have work jobs. to finish. I need to finish. How much Can't leave. more time? Three days. Four, five days. All right. Um, I will shell out... Five more silver for the for the moorage. Mm -hmm. 
Excellent. Um, probably don't need to trade gemstones. Do you yeah, have so enough just silver? Yeah. I have 16 more. I think my only my concern is I said I'd pay her a silver a day, and if we're spending five more days here, that's five more. So I'll give her five silver now as well. Uh -huh. Yeah, we should be fine. Yeah. Um, I guess we've got time here. Where mm -hmm. are there... Well, you can, uh, there's this big field within the confines of the wall, so you can sleep outside without having to pay rent anywhere or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you can feed yourselves probably for, um, maybe like five <laughs> copper can feed each of you the, together. For a day or total? I had, I came five. with like 10 yeah. days, but let's supplement that. Five I copper a day. Five copper a day to feed both of you. Maybe, maybe three of us, right? If I'm trying to employ this, uh, I mean, he's character. already got food in his home and sure, whatnot. Okay. Five, so five from five is twenty-five. Mm -hmm. All right, shell out that copper. Mm-hmm. Well, camp in a field, I guess. Are there oh. taverns? Are there inns in this place? There are. Absolutely. I think the concept is unfamiliar to me, so unless Roxana, um. She will mention the concept to you that there are places here that you could stay, uh, but she doesn't have any money for it, but that they're mm -hmm. nicer, that they will come with a bed and shelter and food, but they, they will cost, they cost money. A silver a day for a modest one? Hmm. Perhaps I could exchange some other wealth, I think, scratching my chin. And is this something that would even occur to me? Are there uh, like a gem seller that would trade a gem for coinage? Yeah, definitely. You can go to a, a gem merchant here. We'll be happy to buy the gems that you have. They don't get a, a strong and steady supply. So what do you got? Um, I have the 10 GP. <clears throat> Gemstones, as well as 100 GP gemstones. Well, they will buy them off you for 10 or 100 GP. Okay. Yep. Nice even trade. Excited to see it. Um, All right. So in that case, I think I will exchange a 10 GP gemstone, 10 GP. Mm -hmm. So maybe the first night we spend in the field, but then I... Uh, or that evening I could do this and stay in a hotel for the first time. I uh, said it was silver a day. It's between two of us, two silver a day. Mm -hmm. Ten, so, so that's a gold for the week, right? Perfect. Or a gold for the five days. Right. Um, chat is mentioning the mark of recall. I could attempt to put marks on this guy's stuff. But it's only one pound per list. It'd be f only five pound objects. I feel like that's not really any more efficient than just transferring stuff via ship. Probably not. Isn't there a component cost with Mark of Recall? 
Um, no, there's no, no materials. No, but you do need to like engrave the objects, the modifications, the object. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that sounds like a pain in the ass. You have a boat, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Um, I have five days, so I think I will attempt to learn that fireball spell. Excellent. If you're going to learn the fireball spell, you're probably not going to be able to do much else in Hearth Home because that'll be what nope. takes up your days. Exactly. All right. And I pass. Well, Spider best wishes. Fireball it is. Uh, 3d2. Four days. As Chet said, fireball is always the best option. I thought about doing a flame arrow, but... Notes. Five days in Hearth Home. Um, bat guano and sulfur. Can mm. such things be acquired in a uh, city such as Hearth Home? Uh, absolutely. Bat guano is a fantastic fertilizer. And one of the islands out in the, the bay has large deposits of bat and bird guano. Um, bird guano on the I rocks, would... bat guano in the caves. Mm -hmm. And then you can also get sulfur here in a, in a shop. Um, or I could just conjure them directly to my person. Oh, there you go. If there's a, if the caves are within five miles, that should work. I can get two components per level, so I can get... The caves are out in the bay. They're probably like 40 miles away from you. Oh, really? But yeah. if there's someone in town who's already collected it. That's true. Let's see. Naturally occurring component can be conjured. The item is physically moved from within the range appearing before them. So I might just be conjuring these from the magic shop. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a problem. I bet they... If they were savvy, they'd probably line their spell components in, like, lead or something that would prevent... I think they line their building with lead or silver. Yeah. I think the, a good magician but... who has a magic shop will line, like, the inside walls and maybe put some extra wood inside. So the whole thing is lined with lead or silver. And then there's probably, a, like, you know, some other protection spells they can place around it. Um... But bat guano and sulfur are relatively mundane yes. items that I should be able to conjure for other Is for otherwise sulfur purposes. mundane? Does sulfur... What do you use sulfur for? It's an element. I mean, it's like nat well, it's naturally occurring. I mean, I think finding it... Finding it in pure, like a, an actual deposit, like a pure deposit. Is I think it's actually used for various crafting things, like forging. Let's see. Most common element by math. Oh, no, 10th most common element mass fifth most common on earth brimstone um used in matches insecticides fungicides Used for fumigation in pre-classical Greece. 
a sulfur ointment we used in ancient Egypt to treat granular eyelids. Fumigation, medication, and bleaching cloth. I mean, I think it existed. Mm-hmm. Traditional Chinese medicine. Involved in making black powder. European alchemists for various been treatments. For a long time as a concept. Yeah. I was just giving you a bunch of yeah explanations fumigation medicine bleaching yeah 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 okay uh so i guess and it, it also is being... like, it, yeah and it exists in like natural deposits right uh i believe they use it here in the dyeing process right it's, they they use it to bleach the clothes before the bleach fibers before they then dye them so you can get copious amounts of sulfur around here yeah Excellent. See two components per level, so I can get five doses of each. Mm -hmm. Fireballs up the wazoo. Alrighty. Uh, I believe it's time to make that seaworthiness check of that out. Yeah. Demonship check. Remember, this is her profession. Yes. Is highly skilled. Yes. Pull out our book of ships and sea. Ships and sea. Of ships and sea. Is this navigation? Uh, no, there is a they're... separate seaworthiness check for a vessel that's modified by the captain's abilities that I want to quickly look up how exactly it goes. Seamanship wisdom. Not exactly great. on. We're not exactly on the open ocean, though. We're yeah. like hugging the shore. This is correct. And have you determined the weather? Is it stormy? Not yet. Okay. Let's roll our weather check for your return voyage. It will not be stormy. Light winds. It'd be fine. Um, so roll me a d20, and you want to roll low. Do we know how low I want to roll? Ooh. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, you want to roll a 13 or lower. Oh, no. Yes. I don't roll a d20 plus 13? Uh, no, it was going to be a d20 plus 10. But d20 plus 3, 10 or lower, which mm-hmm. would translate as just a d20, 13 or lower. Okay. Well, it is on so your return voyage. Um, as you are coming down the coast that something happens on your ship. Perhaps it's a uh, a rogue wave. Perhaps the lumbering heifer like steps too far to one side and the whole boat cocks awkwardly. Um, we'll deal with the specifics of the problem and its ramifications when we return to Dyson with Death next time. But you have run into this issue right around here. Right about five to ten miles away from Medusa's new home. (laughs) So when we come back, we will roll some dice, see where you end up and what exactly goes wrong. Well, that's no fun. I think it's going to be great fun. I think Heifer is going to be a wonderful asset for you, and... uh, Not if you throw him overboard or turn him to stone. That's true. That's true. We might have to go right back to Hearthome and be like, hey, we've got a forge, but we need a smith. (laughs) Uh, So that'll wrap us up for today. Thank you for watching, Ryan. Thank you for playing. Yeah. Let's uh, have a good birthday trip. Have a good camping trip. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll cool be stuff. back in a few weeks. Well, two weeks. Ish. Ish. Yeah, calendar should be ready from here on out. And if you haven't seen it, Legends of Arcadia Genesis had its first session. Sort so... of. Session zero. Session Are... zero, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, short episode, but... Got something to uh, tide us over. Devon can swim, and I do have an amulet of water water breathing. Unfortunately, the anvil can't. So this may, the issue may be us trying to dredge an anvil from the Mm. bottom of the sea. Mm. (laughs) That might be a tough one. Catch up a boat. Yeah. Well, uh, let's just end it here and wrap it up. Anything else to say? I don't think so. I don't think so. Thanks for watching. Uh, so you guys tune in tomorrow for your new show, right? Or at yes. Least info about Pawns a new show. and patrons. Uh, we're going to be chatting about that tomorrow morning before, about the same time that this would start, uh, that Dyson cool. with Death would start. So like 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Might actually be 930 Pacific. God, set your alarms. No. Set your uh, alarms for PP. Mm-hmm. P and P. Pen and paper. Pawns and yeah, patrons. Yeah. P and P. PP. See you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.